joy, peace, tranquility, vibrancy, and wellness. Isn't this what you want instead of constant stress? That's what host Rochelle Lawson is going to help you with on Blissful Living. There are many ways to reduce stress, some you may not even know about. Doesn't a little peace and tranquility sound like just what you've been looking for? Relax for a few minutes with Rochelle. She's the queen of feeling fabulous. And welcome to Blissful Living. I am Rochelle Lawson, the queen of feeling fabulous. And boy, do I have a treat for you guys today. I have a very special guest, and we're going to talk about some really interesting things. It's a little different, but it still goes in line with our Blissful Living format. Um, so let me ask you, if you feel sluggish, lack clarity, and your performance is suffering, Um, If you suffer from joint pain, digestive challenges, or often burn the candle at both ends and just are feeling really stressed and overwhelmed, then you're in for a delight today because our guest has some provocative information to share with you. She is a weight management expert and developed her own, she's developed her enthusiasm to help others after she conquered her own weight challenges. And it's this is not going to be a show about weight, but it's going to be a show about some very good information that ties everything in. More importantly, my guest has found a way to manage her weight successfully. All right, so are you ready to hear the, who the guest is? Her name is Ange Anglade, and she is the Reclaim Your Sexiness expert. She is a um, food psychology coach, a certified nutritionist, and she holds a master's degree in social work in addition to a whole vast amount of other certifications. And Anj is going to share with us today the secret to not only reclaiming our sexiness and how to do this stress-free, but the various avenues we can do that through, which is a perfect time of year right now to talk about that summer just ended. Um which is also, um, we're going to discuss uh, how to do this stress-free and at the same time rejuvenate your body. So, Anj, welcome to the show. How are you doing today, girl? I'm great. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for having me here, and I am excited to be here. Oh, we, we are excited to have you, especially because... I know there are so many people out there, girl, that um, think they're sexy or don't think they're sexy, but definitely wherever they are within the sexiness uh, platform, if they've lost their sexiness, I know they really want to reclaim that back. Um, I know I do, and I know so many other people are going to be tuning in to hear this enchanting information about reclaiming your sexiness and how we can do that stress-free as well as detoxifying our mind and body. So tell us, what um, what exactly does reclaim your sexiness mean? Well, I absolutely, absolutely love to talk to women about um, weight-related issues and not just so much about losing weight, Right. So I, um, my own story goes back to, you know, having three kids and being overweight and feeling completely lost in the life that, that I so bad 
right? I felt lost in it, and I wanted to reclaim my sexiness. And, you know, and I, if you ask, what does reclaiming sexiness mean? What does that mean? It, what it means is really connecting with yourself, going back to that person that you were. It, it's not about um, dieting and exercising and looking a certain way or being a certain size, but feeling 100% confident in your own skin, loving the person that you are, and being fully present. And that's what reclaiming your sexiness is because when we're, when we're at our best, when we're reclaiming our sexiness, when we know we're confident, we step out of an environment or in our house looking fabulous, putting on makeup, <laughs> so our hair is done. We pass that mirror and we're like, yeah, I look fabulous. But when we're not at our best, we project a lot of that energy outward. And it, it plays out in our job, in our relationships, in our home. So a lot of it is getting rid of the excess weight. And not so much, I tell people, releasing the inner fat, the stuff that's holding you back. Right. And let go of the physical weight, because that's going to go. The physical weight that's on your body is going to release itself once you get rid of your inner fat, that inner stuff. So I help women. I talk to women about getting to the why of their weight. And you know, Rochelle, the why of your weight can be the triggers, the stress relationship, whatever that is, but it also can be the stresses that's going on in your body. Right. That could be so many different things. It could be a sluggish thyroid. It could be, you know, exhaustion. It could be whatever. So whatever the why of your weight, that's holding you back from reclaiming your sexiness from being a best. Oh, I like that. I really like that. Now, I know you mentioned a lot about women, and we may have some men. Oh, um, and we don't want to exclude our beautiful men. Out. So, uh, fellas, I'm here to tell you that even though we might, you know, kind of focus on the women because we're women, yeah. that's what we do, right? This information can be utilized by you as well. So I don't want you to tune out and think that this is a show just for women because, trust me, guys, you will pick up some information here that is going to be beneficial to you as well and to also help you reclaim your sexiness. Right, Anj? You know what, it's funny because when I um, started talking to, I was talking to a male um, about last year about my program, Reclaiming Your Sexiness, and he was like, I want to reclaim my sexiness too. <laughs> and we talked, and I laughed, and it's so true because men also want to feel, you know, confident and at their best. And if they have, you know, a, um, a belly that's protruding or, you know, they're not feeling comfortable and at their best, their why holds them back from having relationships with their significant other, from having relationships with their children. And so reclaiming your sexiness, although, you know, I specifically um, work with women, but the information that is out there is across the board and everyone who wants to be 100% present in their own body, male or female, this information today is extremely helpful. Yes, I agree. Oh. So thanks for clarifying that, Anj, because I know the guys is probably like, oh, okay, this is a show oh, no. for women, and let me just tune out. But but no, it's not. It's a show for everybody. And even though we may focus um, our our talk or our words geared around women, because that's what we are, it's it's something that everybody could um, benefit from. I know you said something in there that um, was really when you were explaining what Reclaim Your Sexiness is, you said something in there that I intrigued me because I know when we first met and talked and all that good stuff, you um, mentioned the inner fat. And I, and I, you know, I know what that is now, but I was like, what exactly is that? And what does she mean by that? So why don't you enlighten our audience? Because I don't think they know what, what you mean by when we say, or when you say inner fat. Mm-hmm. 
Well, a lot of teen. I tell people from the moment we were born until we were, I don't know, eighteen at the house. We there were stories that were told to us. You know, we had limiting beliefs. We had so many things that our environment told us. And so we walk around um, this earth with all these self-talk. The other day I caught my daughter. She was talking to herself, and I was like, stop doing that. But, you know, but what I found is that we do that. You know, so, for example, if a person is on this journey to wellness, you know, either losing weight or feeling better about themselves, the first thing we do, men and women, that we do when we get, get up in the morning is get ready to go to work. So we talk to ourselves. So you go to the, to the closet, and here's everything. You know, the clothes don't fit. <laughs> you you know, you're like, oh, my God, I got back fat. Oh, my God, people are going to see the role. So you really start creating these fat thoughts. So you have these fat beliefs, these fat thoughts, and you create them. You know, you look in the mirror, and everything negative happens to you. And so you carry this on throughout the day. And so without realizing, and without realizing what you're doing to yourself is not helping you become healthier, sexier. And so you feed, then you feed your body the bad food. Right. And so oftentimes what happens is, and I was the first one I used to do this too, is that when I wanted to change my lifestyle, I would say, okay, what is the program that's going to help me get there fast? Because um, I don't want to think about anything. I just want to get to that size two, right, for example. Right. And so I would bypass everything that I needed um, to get there. All I knew I was going to get there. So in the process, I didn't address my inner fat. I didn't address my fat thoughts, my fat beliefs, my fat expectations. I didn't um, address, you know, the person, this negative self-talk that I would have with myself in the mirror. Or if the scale told me I didn't lose anything and I, you know, oh, my God, I'll never be, you know. And I continued myself negative stuff. But the moment I decided I needed to figure out what was going on and change my lifestyle but first get healthier, then I started listening to the voices that were in my head Uh that were saying, you can't do this. You're not you're not strong enough. You don't have willpower. This will never fit you. Look at your big thighs. Look at your big hips. Look at your this. Look at your that. You know that doesn't look right. I started to address those. Right. And then the people. You know the people that said, "Oh, please, she's gonna lose ten pounds. She's gonna regain it next week." You know those. <laughs> you know, not everyone's rooting your success, especially if they can't do it. Exactly. Exactly. To make their to address their own demons, because we right. have to address our demons in order for us to be successful. Now that's what happens. But if we do not address that, do not look at, you know, what did what did your parents tell you growing up? You better eat all your food. Right. You know, kids in um, Africa, and so those are the fat thoughts, you know. And you do this without realizing, oh my God, I just cleaned my plate, and I'm not even hungry because the stories are told to me. Right. So Right. So I mean, it's deeper than just diet, exercise, change this. You know, so getting rid of the inner talk, the negative self-talk, what we do with ourselves. After we get inside, uh-huh. then the fat, it just comes off. I, I like that because it's so true. You know, we we do do that a lot. And I, I don't think people even realize that, you know, they, they do that negative self-talk. You know, I, I mean, just when you mentioned of going in the clock, you know, getting up, getting ready for work going in the closet to pick out something, mm-hmm. something that you used to could fit that can't fit and you can't fit <laughs> anymore or, you know, uh, something that you wish did fit 
it hasn't fit in a long time. You know, you start, you really start like, dang, I wish I, you know, I still have this. I really need to get rid of it, but I'm going to keep it in the closet just in case. And then, you know, just in case never comes because we still have that, that inner negative thought, you know, that um, inner fatness, so to speak, that prevents us from moving forward. And then I also like how you said that, you know, how people um, generally, I want to I want to say, but you know they hate on you. They really do uh-huh. because if they haven't uh-huh. been successful uh-huh. with what they're doing, they darn sure don't want to see you successful because you uh-huh. know then that means that you've got something that they want, but they they don't always have the wherewithal to ask you. You know, can uh-huh. you help me? Or to ask you, can we help each other? They just sit there and hate on you. Um, internally and try to prevent you from going forward and being successful. And so, you know, that does add sometimes a lot of stress and chaos to people's lives because they're just not, you know, they're just not supportive and it's just not a good thing. No, and I also tell people, you know, sometimes we say, especially if you were the biggest girl in the group and now you're looking smaller, that's an issue. But I often tell people that, you know, you want to lose weight because you want to meet your Mr. Right, but then you have intimate issues. You know, or you want to lose weight because you want to thin those clothes, but then you don't like the, the attention you're getting. So you sabotage yourself right. by not even realizing you're doing that. Right. But it's addressing that, okay, I don't want to be, you know, nude with, with a partner. Why? Where is that coming from? And so we sabotage ourselves by eating. But then you're right. But if you were, I had a, a young lady who I was coaching, she used to be the big girl. But as she got smaller, her friends, um, was hating on her, and so her thing was maybe I should be sad again to win my friend's approval oh. because I'm losing friends. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of that, a lot of feelings come to when you're shedding, and, you know, I tell people um, detoxing, you know, because de- you're detoxing and you're getting rid of um, excess weight and toxins, but then you also detox because people around you don't really support you if you're changing. Because right. they reflect them and their lack of. Yeah, so it's it's interesting. Yeah, it is, and I, I'm I'm glad because we are going to be talking about detoxing, which goes along uh-huh. with you know all of uh-huh. this. Um, and I'm glad you mentioned that because that that you know it is sad, but it's it's a true reality that people do that. You know, they will sabotage themselves. Like you said, the the young lady she used to be the big girl, and then she started losing uh-huh. weight, and then her friends uh-huh. started hating on her. Not just uh-huh. be, just simply because they're jealous. Really, uh-huh. they don't want the attention taken away from them and put on her and so she you know how sad is that to be in a point or a state of mind to think well gee you know I really do want to lose weight but I don't want to lose the approval of my friend so maybe I'll just you know gain it back and just be the fat girl and that you know that that encompasses so many aspects of stress stress on your body your stress mind your you know stress with stress with your relationships because Mm -hmm. you know of their their non-supportiveness of you, um, and and it creates this whole level of stress that we don't even uh, even realize is happening, or even even um, you know even think that's happening because we're just caught in the middle of it, and it's just something we do automatically when we start doing that you know negative inner talk and that and that basically utilizing that inner fat to basically cushion us from the the um, you know changing mm-hmm. environment that we might be living in, right? Yep, absolutely, absolutely, because remember, it's those stories, and if you were not approved, you know, if if you were never approved in your own family life and you got approval by being the big girl and now you decided to make a change and it looks like the approval is going, 
you know, you go back to those stories, you go back to the NSA, you don't, you haven't released that. I am strong enough, and I could make it on my own. So you, you do revert back to let me stay here because I am liked here. People think I'm funny. I don't know. There was a big loser um, episode several years back where the guy was the biggest one out of his group, and he was a comedian, and everybody loved him. And when he was releasing and shedding the fat, his fear was, were they going to accept me for who I am right, right. now? Right. So it's, it's huge. It's huge when we look at, Reclaim your sexiness is really standing in your own power and saying, enough already. I'm really ready to take back my life. Trying to figure out what is going on in my body. Is it, uh, do I need a detox? Uh, do I need to find out if my thyroid? Do I need to find out if there's the stress in my family? What is it that's making me stuck in this body and not moving forward? Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's some powerful information, you guys. I mean, you know, we are not psychologists or psychiatrists by any means, but we definitely have life experiences, both of us. And we, we deal with, you know, we have clients that come to us with issues, which is what Anj is um, explaining to us, that are so sometimes so far packed down in us that we don't even know that they exist in us and, and um, that they're actually an issue that's preventing us from being our best and preventing us yeah. from living a blissful life. And I'm so glad that she's mentioning the word detox because that's the next part I want to get into is you know, we're reclaiming our sexiness, but in order to reclaim your sexiness, you really, really need to start with a solid, uh, clean slate, so to speak. And, and detox goes perfect, perfect for that because it sheds all those toxins. But when you think, when most people think about detox, they think about <laughs> detox in their mind, but it's so much more uh, to detoxing that it has such a profound effect on all that we do, um, decreases our stress levels in so many ways. And so I want to just move into that right now because I think it's uh-huh. really, really powerful that um, it goes along with reclaiming your sexiness is tell us, Ange, you know, you know, we we go through our day and our bodies are put under a tremendous amount of, amount of stress each day. And a lot of times, like I said, we don't even think about it. And over time, we build up as what I call sludge or toxins, not just in our body, but in our minds and, and things that we surround ourselves with. Do you know, um, let me rephrase that, do you believe that the best way to shed all of this so to speak, junk, and I'm going to call it space junk or space sludge or just sludge, toxins. Do you believe the best way to shed that is is by doing a detox? Mm-hmm, absolutely. I think when you, you know, like the season, you know, it's a season detoxification. I always tease people and tell them, I'm Caribbean, so the beginning of the school year and the end of the school year, my mother did a full detox for us. You know, like, okay, I with the old and with the new, but if, you, if anyone is deciding to make a um, a life change, you have to detox your body. So you can't hang around the same things. You can't continue to feed your body and your mind and your spirit the same information if you want to make a change. And that goes for detoxing your mind, getting rid of the magazines or getting rid of the stuff that's saying you can't do it. Right. The new stuff that said, yes, you can, and that's the self-talk, that's the positive affirmations, that's the, you know, I, when I was on my weight loss journey, I got up every morning and told myself, are you ready to lose the next seven pounds? And I did that repeatedly over and over and over because that was detoxing the old that said, look at your thunder thighs. Instead of me saying, look at thunder thighs, <laughs> are you, are you? <laughs> 
excited to make this change. But I had to, like, do the mental rehearsal. And so, and it's the same thing with detoxing our bodies, and it's their season of detoxing. There's there certain foods that we put in them. You know, not knowing what our body is going through is like, oh, my God, you don't know the stress that's causing your body by lack of sleep, right. the food, you're bloated, do you know why? You know, and if we're not paying attention and we're not, um, present in our own body, then we, the detox will work. And if we're talking about detox to release toxins that are in our body, you know, often I caught this girl at the local grocery store about a year ago and she had this paper in her hand that was like wrinkled up mm-hmm. and she was trying to do this detox slash cleanse that somebody at her job gave her who lost weight. Uh-huh. And she was struggling. And, you know, I'm being nosy me. I said, what are you doing? She said, I'm trying to do this detox. She was like, frantic. And I was like, girl, get your salad and let it go. Let it go. Because if you don't understand that there's a, you have to prepare yourself for this, right. I was going to say this thing didn't work. It worked for her, but it didn't work. I mean, you have to know your body. You have to know what you're putting in it when you're going to sleep, um, your friendships, you know, all of it from your mind to our what we put in our mouth is definitely has to happen in order for, you know, you have to get healthy before you can change whatever's going on in your body. Right. You try to lose weight on a detox without, you know, like, oh, I'm going to move diet program, whatever it is that you're doing, and you still haven't detoxed your body, gotten rid of the stuff. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, there's so many people that, um, there's so many fly by night weight programs <laughs> and, 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 you know, um, people have had success with them. Uh-huh. For a very short time, though, because the uh-huh. funny thing is you see them when they're having the success doing these all kinds of stuff. I mean, there's just all kind uh-huh. of craziness out there. And then you see them when they're having the success. However, once they finish doing whatever the fable or fad diet program or cleanse or whatever is out there right now that celebrity X, Y, and Z have done, uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. you know, they, they don't realize that it's it's short term and you're going to gain the weight back or you're going to get the toxins back. You're going to get the stuff back because you're not doing it properly. And it may not be right for your body. It may not be what you need to do. You may need to detox your environment first before you start even working on your mind and your body. Or you may need to detox your mind first before you start working on your body or your environment. So it's, it's, it's amazing to me when I see these people. I know several people who do these, you know, they're they're dieting all year long. You know, you see them, they start getting skinny or they start losing the weight, they start looking good, and then a few months later, they're back to where they was. You know, and I can see the toxins in their, in their you know, in their being. Then you see them a few months later and they're back doing this other thing, and then a few months after that, they're back to where they were. And I asked one girl, I said, why do you continue to do this? Because uh-huh. apparently it's not working for you because you uh-huh. have to keep doing it all the time. And she says, uh-huh. well, I don't know, because celebrity X, Y, and Z, it worked for uh-huh. them. And I'm like, well, you know, first of all, those people are young that you you mentioned. You know, everybody's not meant to be a size two. Everybody's not meant to be a size two. But that's what's <laughs> put out in the media. And so yeah. there's all this twisted information coming into uh-huh. us, into our mindset that's really – toxifying our mind. It's not helping us. It's to- it's cluttering it up with a bunch of junk that doesn't even apply to us. So I'm so glad that we, we are on this subject about detoxing, especially with this time of the year with summer just now ending. And um, mm-hmm. as you said, you're from the Caribbean, and I know the Caribbean mm-hmm. people are so in tune mm-hmm. with their bodies and, and, you know, with earth and all the goodness that we have here. Um, tell me or tell us what um, – 
why do you think that, you know, especially you from a Caribbean aspect, I love, I love the island people. Why do you think that, um, you know, the people on the islands or, or the people um, that are more, you know, have more, that are more in touch with the earth, why do you think that they know about detoxing and choose the particular seasons to detox? So it's a twofold question. Why do you think they know so much more about detoxing properly? And then why do you think that um, it correlates with the season, you know, change of the seasons? I think a lot of it has to do with environment. You know, when my mother-in-law came from Haiti after the earthquake, she looked around and she said, I don't know these trees. You know, and it's environment. Growing up in New York, we had a garden outside, and mm-hmm. we ate um, close to the earth. But in America, everything is so fast food. I wanted. I didn't. I didn't grow up eating a lot of um, fast food. Burger King was like that. Was you know the kids staying out the window going ooh. <laughs> we never had that, so we ate close to the earth as possible, and we detoxed our body again. Tradition, you know, yeah. as. Africans, you know, and then they kept it throughout their, um, throughout growing up in the Caribbean country. So, yes, it's an environment that allows the Caribbeans to grow their food in their backyard, to know um, patterns. It's our environment. But our environment in America says, you don't need to do this. You know, you don't need, you know, of course, I can go on with the pharmaceutical, you know. Okay, so... We we have different environments and different introductions, and that's why we don't do it. And our seasonal detox, I didn't want to do it as a child, but I had to do it because, you know, you know that in the summertime you eat this way and there's the certain foods that you eat. And in the wintertime, you eat this way. and this So you have to get rid of it. And I oftentimes see people, and I was telling them, you think that? Because, you know, there's this whole thing with celebrities who liquid diet right. or, or cleanse, and people want the outcome. Show. They don't care about the process. Right. They just want the outcome. When, well, I know for me, in my family as a Caribbean, there was a process that's going to lead to the outcome, and we had to do the process first, and it's going to get you healthy. You know, but we as Americans, we're so used, we're so in a rush to just get to the outcome, and that's why I was, I used to be on a fat diet all the time. You know, I would be skinny, and I would be fatty, but I didn't care about what I put in my body, I just wanted to be a six. I just want I didn't want my legs to rub anymore. I didn't want it to be I didn't know. I just wanted to be six. <laughs> so I just brought that everything and I kept in this cycle until I said, Oh, hold up. Why right. am I my fat? Why am I getting I lose twenty, I gain thirty. Right. Until I figured out that I needed to stop lying to myself and try to figure out what was really going on with me. You know, then I discovered I had thyroid issues, I had but all of that I didn't know. You know, when I was taking all these medicines that were causing my heart to race. You know, so we put ourselves at risk, even with detox. You know, there's a correct way to detox and there's a not correct way. Hold on, because I I just want to emphasize this point to people that you just said that is so key. And I'm so glad you mentioned it. The fact that you were doing all this. First of all, the fact that Mm -hmm. we here in America... Um, are so focused on the outcome that we're willing to really basically kill our bodies to get to that outcome. And we don't care about what we put in or, or how good it is or how bad it is or whatever, because we're so focused on that outcome. We're so focused on the quick fix um, that we will sabotage our health and wellness just to have that quick fix, just to look at that, just to be that size two, even though we we darn near killed ourselves to get to the size mm-hmm. two. And we only going to mm-hmm. remain at that size two mm-hmm. for two weeks because we're really naturally a size eight. 
Okay. Right. Um, and the other thing is that, you know, how you said that, you know, you didn't want your thighs to rub together and all that, but you were trying all this stuff and you just wanted the outcome. But then when you really realized that you might have had some other things going on, which was like your thyroid, you know, and things mm-hmm. of that nature. People don't take that into account. So, you know, mm-hmm. folks out there listening, you know, before you start doing and indulging in all this craziness, first of all, make sure you have information that's that's correct and it's correct for you. Second of all, the best way to figure out if there's additional medical issues that you might need to address before you start even trying to do any weight loss program or any detoxing or anything is to find out from your physician, go have a go have a quick checkup and find out if you have thyroid issues or if mm-hmm. you have some, you know, some autoimmune disease that might mm-hmm. be preventing you from shedding mm-hmm. the excess weight because what that will do is give you the information, give you yeah. the knowledge that you could proceed forward appropriately for your mind and body and and it will be beneficial and not counterproductive or harmful to you. Right on. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. I agree absolutely because sometimes it's not you know, if you're trying this thing for a long time and it's not working, maybe it's something else going on. And once you could figure out the other stuff that's going on and you get healthy, then the weight's about to come off. But there's no sense of trying to do the other programs without realizing first, okay, yeah, there's a thyroid problem and we need to figure out what's going on. And once I had a fat, I figured, oh, that's what's going on. So I said, I can't take anyone's diet program because it raises my heart. And I'm not going to put myself... Um, at risk for that. And plus, it takes, it didn't take overnight for me to gain all that weight. It three pregnancies and a lot of hot dogs, hamburgers, and donuts. <laughs> Wait, hold on, girl. Hold on. Okay, y'all hear that? She said, and I'm going to repeat this because I have people coming into me so often that it took them years to get to where they are, but they want the quick fix and they want to be fixed in two weeks or six weeks or six months uh-huh. or something like that. Listen to this, y'all. She said it didn't. She didn't. She didn't get like that overnight. She had years of this building up. She had three kids. That means she went through three pregnancies. Okay, um, it's it, three kids, three pregnancies. She didn't do that in two weeks, and she didn't do it in six months. It took. It was a process that built up. But once she got to the point and realized that this is not how she wanted to be, then she began to work on herself. And she knew that because it didn't take, this didn't happen overnight, she knew it was going to take a little while. But once she figured it out and she figured out the secret, then bam, she's been able to maintain that. So I just want people to know that you can't be fixed overnight if it did, if you didn't get the problem overnight. Uh-uh. And you can't hurry exercise either because I used to be a marathon exerciser. still below it. I did. I would start my Saturdays like maybe 5 o'clock in the morning and 12 at noon. I'm still at it. And I'm sitting there looking in the mirror going, why am I still fat? Because I didn't do right by my body and I was rushing in and I might have been doing the wrong exercise for my body type. Right. Not understanding what I was doing. Right. So all of that comes into, uh, it comes into play. It's your body. You have to figure out how it works. You know, with help with a coach or help with a physician or help with whoever guiding you. But weight loss is interesting. It's something that we all could, we all believe we can do all by ourselves. Right. But it's, it's so much bigger than just fitting into that. And, you know, even I tell parents, mothers, you know, create a healthy lifestyle that goes beyond fitting into your skinny jeans. You know, because I had to look at my family and, and say, they're eating my hummus. Right. You know, I used to say, this roll in the refrigerator is just for me. Don't touch it. <laughs> As I think about in the future, 
and I'm like, I'm dying for them, and I'm like, God, I want to fly. And I'm like, wait a minute, why am I putting myself in this position? It's not a mommy's project, it's a family affair, and that's detoxing the environment, saying, no, you can't have this, you can't have that. It's not, I'm not depriving you, but this is a better option. Let's eat this instead. So detoxing the environment, getting rid of the stuff, not just for you, but your entire family, you know, dads too, you know, who want to change their lifestyle, you know, you can't just say it's for daddy and daddy's going to a gym looking fabulous and everyone look crazy. It has to be a family affair. When you detox the environment, you detox your life, everyone wins. I love that. I love that because truly, you know, I always tell people you can't be your best if you're not feeling your best. You can't. Yes can't be your best for anybody. I don't care how many times mm-hmm. you tell yourself you're your best. If you're not feeling your best, if you're not feeling that you have that sexiness, if you're not feeling that you have that vibrancy, if you are not living in a blissful life, if you're not waking up every day energized and with vitality, then you're not feeling your best because, you know, you just aren't. And if you're not feeling your best, you can't be your best. I always say, you know, um, that your energy is your number one asset. That's like our bank of, that's like our our jackpot, our bank account. That's mm-hmm. the, where the 2 billion dollars lay is our energy. And when our energy is depleted in any aspect of our life, then mm-hmm. we're not at our best and we're not operating at our full capacity. We we're mm-hmm. not the value of our net worth that we should be. We're not that 2 billion dollars that we have up, you know, that mm-hmm. we think we are. So, um mm-hmm. detoxing of the environment it's so important because not only will it help you, it sets a precedence for helping your family, and mm-hmm. it will create a lot less stress upon you and all those involved with you because you won't be tempted to do things, and 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 there won't be things in there to tempt you. Um, so it'll make it a very smooth, trans, you know, smoother, mm-hmm. smoother transition as you go through the process of detoxing. So tell us now, what does an actual de- detox consist of? Well, first, okay, you have, to, you have to detox your mind and let your body know that you're ready for this. You know, I'm being completely honest with mm-hmm. yourself that you are ready to take this on. And that it, just, it requires you looking in a mirror. You know, most of us don't like to look in the mirror, but really looking at yourself in the mirror and saying, are you ready? Are you ready? Because a lot of it's going to, you know, a lot of stuff. You know, just like when you're detoxing your body and you're taking whatever liquid, a lot of stuff come out of your pores. Right. Same thing. A lot of stuff is, is going to come out of your mind. So I'm um, telling yourself that, yes, you are going to um, get get this thing done. And then, you know, you can look at your environment, look at the kitchen. Um, I start first with the self-talk and changing the way you look at yourself and changing the conversations that you have with yourself when you wake up first thing in the morning. Because that's going to set your stage. So when you wake up in the morning, if you want to put little post-it notes to yourself and, you know, you're purging the negative and you're um, going to say good things to yourself. And another thing I thought to mention is that be patient with yourself again. You know, just be patient with yourself. And it's okay um, that, you know, because what you're being is an investigation during your detox. Right. So you look at, hmm, this didn't work. Okay, I'm going to do this. But the <laughs> always have to do is that mental you know, you wake up in the morning and you say, um, you know, positive things with yourself, so you're getting rid of the negative, and then you move on with your day that way. But you also have to know, you know, what, what your triggers are. Right. You have to be aware of it. If it's going to work and it's free food, you know, if it's going to <laughs> if it's meeting, what's happening? Right. You know, what's happening? 
there and detoxing is also being present, like showing up. And I tell people you have to show up and become that person. That, so if I say visual, I have to visualize and then I have to anchor it. So if I'm visualizing this person and I have to say, oh, this, I see aunt walking in her, you know, her high heels and her shoes and, and, she, and I see it, I become her. Right. Then I, every time I, I have a situation that comes up, I have to become that person. And that's what I did. I became this person every morning. So I went to the gym. I ate the food I was supposed to eat. And then you don't feel deprived. I got a healthy check. And for my environment, I got rid of all the junk that was in the house. I, you know, this took me like five tries, you know, to say, okay, I, you know, we don't need to have potato chips here for the kids. Right. We don't need to have potato period. You know, because is it really food? You know, and start looking at labels and trying to understand what does this label mean? Right. What food am I putting in my body? How do I? And then slowly but surely I weaned myself off of different foods. So a person can start weaning. I don't tell anyone to stop doing what you're doing today. Stop eating the cookies because it's not going to work. Right. So you, that's what I think about is a donut. It's like, oh, my God, I want one so bad. So, <laughs> exactly. Right? Because we get more of what we say we don't want. If exactly. The moment the moment you say uh, you the moment someone says you can't have that, even though you may not have even wanted it for years, the moment they say you can't have it, you want it. Oh, you want it. Mm-hmm. You could even say if you're on. I remember I used to be on diets and I couldn't have certain foods. I wanted it, but the moment I just said, you know what, I'm going to give my body. I do intermittent intermittent fasting. If I say I just going to, you know, this just let my body chill out, you know, because I notice I'm doing too much. Right. I'm not even wanting it because I know I can't have it. You know, it's a choice. It's not something that is never allowed in my my life. It is allowed when I feel like it. You know, one of the things I also gave myself, I, I gave myself permission to do what I wanted. If I wanted it, not getting mad and saying, I don't have willpower. Oh, my God, I don't have willpower. I can't believe I wolfed down that cake. Right. You know, but just giving yourself permission to have a slice and not be, um, you know, one of the other things you can do, like sit, you know, your intention, then your intentions and, and walking in that intention. And especially, I tell people another secret is that um, always everything that you're going to put in your mouth, there's a reason there's value to it. So just say, like the coffee, you know, I had coffee this morning. Is What is my intention for this coffee? Right. And what it's doing is allowing you to be present. Oh, I want to taste it. You know, people cream. I want to taste the cream. I want to taste the splendor. Oh, I like this. So you know, like I tell my husband, that coffee I don't like. I don't like this. Like, he's like, how do you know how they taste like? Like coffee, coffee. <laughs> I'm like, no. Because I know when my taste buds are, I'm aware when I'm drinking the coffee. I'm not putting six um, sugar and 20 creamers because they're 60 calories each. Right. You know, I know when I'm tasting and I'm present. And that's part of that detox because if you're not present, you will never know what's affecting your body. So you're still in that state of mind of not being aware. And so not being so um, with regards to detox, or as we say mm-hmm. for short, but, you know, detoxification, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it, it does involve um, a little bit of detoxifying, you know, all aspects of our lives, such as, you know, like you were talking about the environment and, and then, you know, you know, watching your foods and things of that nature, and then, you know, uh, detoxifying your mind. And, and it's a whole, it's a whole process that can be done um, very easily, and it's a, an obtainable thing to do, and it will be so much beneficial because during the detox, 
um, you get rid of a lot of stuff, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of toxins and a lot of things. And, and that helps you to, um, you know, build more healthier tissue and you get rejuvenated and all that good stuff. But is detoxing, um, is detoxing something that's good for uh, someone that might be feeling overwhelmed or stressed? Mm-hmm. You know, it is. I was while you were talking, I was thinking how the other day um, the computer, the the internet went out, and I didn't have internet. And so normally I'm on I'm online. If I'm not on Facebook, I'm researching I'm this. And so that week I was forced out of internet. You know, while I was during the day. Right. And so what that allowed me to do was to detox myself from all of that stuff. And I connected with a whole different side of me that I forgot was a lie. Oh, and wow. I went through some stuff, and I was like, oh, my God, I did this? I have this? And so what it did, it just it was a forced detox. So I, I was in this fast pace of, like, I get this, like, I get this. But it allowed me to slow down, to revisit a, a lot of different things, to mm-hmm. really connect with some of the stuff that I did and didn't realize I had treasures of stuff. So, you know, if a person is always running, always moving, and never really having time for themselves, I look at detox as me time. You know, this is a time for me to be still, to be quiet. You know, and you could say I'm, you know, I decided that I was going to go to bed early because part of this whole detoxification is, you know, the stress of um, not sleeping. Right. You know, cortisol and you're like why am I why do I have belly fat I'm eating right right and we're not sleeping you know so we're putting stress on our body because you could be detoxing and eating right food but then you're up at one o'clock in the morning right right and so that's not really detoxing you know detoxing isn't like you said isn't just the food let's swap this for that but it's really connecting with yourself and you start paying attention with what's going on like I had to I, I didn't have internet, and I was like, how did I live my life without this internet, you know? Right. I just me, the computer, myself, and I was like, wow. And it, what the, the detox does is just gives your body time to just be still, be quiet. And I always tell people, like, listen to that inner voice, your inner diva, your inner wisdom. Yeah. I do, because without that, you know, without guiding your inner body wisdom, doesn't guide us because we're so much on this. Autopilot, and we just keep moving. Right. Yeah, we just keep building the stuff on top of the stuff on top of the stuff on top of the stuff, you know, and then wonder why, you know, we have this, um, <clears throat> we reach basically critical mass and wonder why we're sluggish or wonder why we don't have clarity or wonder why we're having joint pain or wonder why our performance is suffering or even our relationships or, or things of that nature, or why even though we're stressed and everybody's stressed, I mean, mm-hmm. that's just the way mm-hmm. life is, but why we're, mm-hmm. why we're stress why we're not able to handle it appropriately because mm-hmm. over time we've just continued to build these toxins upon toxins yeah. upon toxins yeah. and a lot of times people don't even think that the household cleanser you use to mm-hmm. clean your house yeah. is full of toxins you mm-hmm. ingest that when you breathe in you ingest that you're taking in that toxins the newspaper mm-hmm. is full of so much negative stuff no one promotes positive news because why well, I guess that just doesn't sell so let's just right. could, Let's just, you know, let's just throw our society with more junk. And then, so, you know, the newspaper just is full of negative stuff. That's stressful, too. 
that is toxic, you know, that has toxicity that we ingest by, you know, looking and reading that. The things we watch on TV, some of these programs on TV, now I know I'm, I'm going to be dating myself a little bit here, but some of these shows on TV that they show now would have never, ever been allowed on TV when I was yeah, growing up. And these are shows for kids. You know, yeah. even as a young child, they're getting they're getting overloaded by toxic stuff and they don't even know it, which is so sad because by the time they get our age, they're going to be so full mm-hmm. of all this external toxicity mm-hmm. that it's just going to seem normal to them. And it's not it's mm-hmm. not normal. So it's it's just um it's just amazing to me, you know, when people do things, you know, they think about just the food, but it's not the food. Yeah. It's it's your mind, the stuff you put in your mind, the stuff you read, the stuff you watch. Mm-hmm. Even the music, girl. I remember when I now I love rap and I'm I'm a hip hop girl, you know, and all that. I love that. But I remember when rap in the nineties first came out and it was you know, the gangster rap. And mm-hmm. granted, I was all into it as well. But when you really stop to listen to the lyrics that these these guys were saying was so full of toxins. It was so full of mm-hmm. toxic material. But we just going along with the beat and, you know, and not even really mm-hmm. tripping off of it because we figured, well, that's just how they live in South Central LA right. or that's just how right. they live right. in Brooklyn, New York or that's just how it is. Right. But that doesn't affect right. me and I like the words right. and the beat and all that. But what I was doing or what we were doing was really um, bringing that toxic material into our present being. And so it's no wonder that during that time we had, you know, so many drive-by killings and things of that nature because the kids were listening to that music. It was feeding them more toxicity, and, and eventually it had to come out somewhere. So what does it come out in? Very negative, and it's manifested in very negative ways. And that's what it does in our body. We take this stuff in. And then we we manifest it, you know, in very negative ways. Some people are able to handle it for a little while, but eventually, eventually it catches up to us. And and everyone needs to detox. Everyone. If you can hear me within the reach of this, this sound, you all need to detox and you all need to find out how to do it properly. And so um, I'm just going to share some more with us about detoxing and um, and how to do it properly. So tell us, um, you know. What would you see? Um, what would you see as one of the most important aspects um, that a person, when they're detoxing, should pay attention to? Well, again, we you know we talk about paying attention to um, their their body because if you're on detox overload and you already you don't even know you're on detox overload. You know what I mean? So you don't know. So, you know, we have to prepare our homes. We have to prepare our kitchen. We have to prepare everything. I had the lady the other day told me that she um, got out of, um, she said, I removed meat from my diet, you know, and I feel so much better, but I know she's back on it again. But, you know, I think for us, if we're starting to um, to detox first, if we're looking at, we already talked, we, we already addressed the mind, but if we're looking at detoxing our um ourselves, we have to look at, we have to be honest, again, saying that we could do this, and then we have to look at the kitchen. Do we have, are we prepared to detox? Do we have the proper stuff that we need to um, to prepare our kitchen? And also, there's, it goes beyond that, because there's, there's the bathroom, you know, because once we're getting rid of um, the stuff in the stuff out of our body that it comes out through our skin. Right. So do we have our bathroom, our skin brushes, you know, ready for that? And um, and things will come out of our um, our skin. So we have to be prepared that 
stuff is going to come out my pores. I might get some pimples. I, you know, so you have to really look at what's going to come out of your um, body. And then um, cleaning out the kitchen, getting rid of all the fatty stuff that's in our sugar-loaded comfort food that's in our kitchen that you don't need anyway, um, that you run to for emotional crisis. Those are things that definitely have to um, be removed. And then we start looking at the different types of food and shopping for our detox. Right. So we have to, you know, so but when it's calm down and detox, there's so many different things that we have to do because we have to prepare our mind. We have to know, okay, I, what is in this kitchen that is ready for detox? What is in my bathroom that's ready for detail? And another thing, Rachel, I should I talk to you about clutter. Oh, okay. clutter? You're not ready for no detox. You're not ready for the clutter house. Address um, that. Address that clutter. I totally forgot all about that. Address the color clutter issue because again, that goes with our environment. And if you know, my I had a, a job um, when I was young. I was an insurance underwriter for a large insurance company, and my boss was this little tyrant of a man. Um, but um, I learned some very, very good job skills and, and very good things that you know helped me pr- to propel me forward and, and helped me to be successful in, in what I do today. But one of the things he used to say was, "A cluttered desk is a cluttered mind." Do you know how many times mm-hmm. I, the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I heard that? But lo and behold, I totally believe in that because a cluttered desk is a cluttered mind, a cluttered house is a cluttered mind, a cluttered environment is a cluttered existence. And so you can't possibly be detoxed and stress-free if you're living in amongst a bunch of clutter. I don't know how anybody operates like that. You know, you it's chaos when you're trying to find something. And, uh-huh. and detoxifying your body and your mind and your environment is not about chaos. It's the complete opposite. It's about bliss. It's about harmony. It's about balance. So uh-huh. touch on the uh-huh. clutter for just a little bit because I want people to hear uh, that point as well. I agree. Clutter is represents what's going on your inside that the house that you that you reside in, your physical body, and it comes out on your outside environment. And I, and I would quickly tell people that, you know, after I lost weight and it wasn't, the, the fat wasn't, whatever was going on inside of me was coming out, right? So I was big. But I got that under control. But when other stuff showed up and I know not to eat, it was looking at, I looked at my house and I was like, what is going on with me? Because <laughs> clothes all over the place. So it was coming out. It wasn't coming outside of my body, but it was coming out of the house that I reside. And I would tell my kids, you have you have to clean up your room because you have to be prepared as a student to learn. If your room is a mess, that you couldn't possibly be able to learn as a student. You have to clean your 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 room. And it's the same thing with us. You know, if if your kitchen is a clutter, you're not going to eat healthy. Because there's so many excuses coming up. So clutter represents something that is going on with you. People may, I mean, you have hoarders, and that's extreme. But, you know, you're not, why are you carrying on old pictures or old magazines or old stuff? Right. Now, what do they represent for you? And they're cluttering up your space, and they're um, suffocating you. Get rid of them. You know, if this is pure laziness because you don't want to put away the laundry, that's the laundry. But if you have a whole bunch of stuff on the floor, it's, Something is going on with you and you're not connected with yourself. A cluttered house, a cluttered desk, is, your mind is not free. And it's not free to detox. So you have to clean your environment. You have to get your house together. 
you know, um, so you can really, really get your mind ready for this detox because it's not something, detox is not hard, but it's not a breezy thing because what you're doing is connecting with your with yourself. You know, because when you come home, and I tell people, does your house represent who you really are? Right. Like if I walk in your house right now, would I say, oh, that's Andre's house? Because outside, I'm fly, right? Right. But when I come to the house, I have chaos. Will it represent who I truly am? And if it's not, then I need to check that. Then you need to check that. Right. Um, because we're presenting who we are in our house. So that house has to really represent our mind and how we think and, and what we do. Um, and so by, you know, getting yourself ready, then you have to clean your house. And, you know, there's some alcohol that some of us wine like to drink. And, you know, mm-hmm. we might look at that. So it takes, it could take us a good 21, was it three weeks to change a habit? Mm-hmm. And 21 days to do the, the detox. Right. And I know we're gearing up for our detox program, our spa, um, a virtual spa. And I say spa because it, when you think about a spa, you're thinking about a fabulous place that is just luxurious and it's just that's how your house needs to be right that's how your environment needs to be to be open so you could hear the wisdom that is coming from you okay so i i I love it i love it and we we could do a whole nother show on Uh on this um but what but i want to i want to really quickly move into tell us um some of the benefits of detoxing um of the mind body and then also I want to move into um, to talk about the, the uh, 21-day uh, virtual detox and spa that you're going to be doing because I want people to, to chime in on that. So real quickly, tell us about some of the benefits of detoxing. Yeah. Well, when you detox, one of the benefits is that you improve your appearance, right? You look healthier, better. Your skin is glowing. People are like, wow, what's wrong with you? Did you get it? Tell us better. You know, you, you look shinier. You look like you have more energy. You're not sluggish. You know, you have, you have your immune system. Right. Um, it's better, right? And then you sleep soundly. You're not waking up at night. Because if you interrupted sleep, it's not a good sleep. So um, you're resting. So detox helps you to rest better. You're, you're um, you know, you're, you're not as, you, there's not just one week out of the month that you're okay. Right. You know, for the, you know, you're fine. You're in harmony. Your attitude, people like to be around you, your inner peace. And then, of course, everybody want to lose weight, and you will shed excess fat. So that's, in brief, um, some of the benefits of a detox. And, again, it goes with your mind because your, um, your mind is clear. You have more clarity. You're right. sharp. Um, you know, you have more energy because you're right. Energy with the, it's something's wrong with you because sometimes I'm weak. Something is wrong with your right, body. Right, right. So yeah, that's in quickly about the benefits of detox. So, so did you guys hear that? So at the beginning of the show, we started with you know, you, if you feel sluggish, lack clarity, if you're performance and suffering, if you're having digestive challenges, you have joint pain, um, you you your energy is suffering, you have no vitality, nothing like you know, nothing like how you should be feeling, a detox will help you to reset yourself and get you back on track. You will not be sluggish. You will have clarity. And because you have clarity, your your performance, your focus will be better. Your performance will improve dramatically. Joint pain, it'll decrease or, mm-hmm. or be non-existent. Your digestive challenges will clear up. 
um, you you will be able to absorb the nutrients from the food you eat because you don't have that sludge sitting in your top, in your your digestive tract. Um, you'll feel more vibrant and energetic because now you're actually able to absorb the nutrients from the food that you're eating. You'll sleep better. Your your environment will feel more lovelier. You'll be on your track to living a more blissful, healthy, well, and vibrant life. And and so before we close out the show today, I want Oz to tell us, first of all, um, about her upcoming or about the upcoming 21-day uh, virtual detox and spa and how you guys can chime in and get on board that program. Um, it's something I think that we all should do. Fall is the perfect time of the year to do it. And so, Anj, just tell us how can people listening to the show actually chime in and connect and, and get on board with that 21-day virtual detox and spa? Okay, so for the 21-day detox inspired, you know, 21 days to um, create a, a healthy lifestyle. So this is going to be amazing. There's a, this Thursday, is it the 25th, um, having a virtual a teleseminar just to introduce the, the program as well as um, give you some good information on how to re, re, um, lose belly fat and get more energized. If you go to virtualsparetreat.com, you can um, sign up for the um the the teleseminar is this um Thursday at um seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time and four o'clock Pacific Time. And all the information is there. But the, the twenty one day spa virtual retreat is that. It's one that's gonna allow you to um create an environment that you'll be in inner harmony and outer harmony. So you'll be um, virtually spying on a spa. You know, it's probably not a good time to go to a spa right now that school's in and you know, school's back and everyone. Right. But you could pretend, we're going to pretend, um, that we are in a spa retreat. And so it is going to be fabulous. So I invite you to come out on um, this um, upcoming Thursday. Can you, can you repeat it one more time, the website for them? Okay. The website is Virtual Spa Retreat. That's what it is. I believe that's what it is. Virtual Spa Retreat. Okay, so you guys, I want you all to um, really check it out. There's going to be this preview call that you can find out more about it. It's such a yummy program. Um, who would not want to be uh, at a at a spa right now, which sometimes mm -hmm. for us is, is absolutely impossible because of the demands of our family life and our kids and school and things of that nature. But Anj and, and I, we're giving you the information here where you can create the spa for 21 days and actually uh -huh. detoxify yourself and learn how to do it properly, learn um learn when you need to detox, learn how to detox, learn what to expect during detox, and learn that you're going to be feeling fabulous after detoxing. And so with no further ado, I'm going to say <clears throat> thank you to our very special guest, the Reclaim Your Sexiness expert. Um, she is absolutely fabulous. I really do hope you guys enjoyed the show. I thank you, Anj, for being on our show and giving us this information. Definitely will bring you back so we can talk about more of reclaiming our sexiness for the women and the men. And I'm going to say farewell. 
Uh, have a fabulous day, everyone. I am Rochelle Lawson. I am the queen of feeling fabulous, and I want to thank you so very much for listening to Blissful Living. As always, I, from my heart, am wishing you much health and wellness throughout your life and want to really, really have you lead a really blissful life because it's so yummy and you will completely enjoy it. So without further ado, have a fabulous day. Take care, and we will chat with you next time. Bye for now. You can find out more about Rochelle on her website, Rochelle Lawson, R-O-C-H-E-L-E, Lawson, L-A-W-S-O-N, or at healthhealingwellness.com. Or just click on her websites from the webtalkradio.net page right in front of you. And of course, you'll want to come right back here next week for another episode of Blissful Living. Thanks for joining us.